Hey everyone, it's Britt from Tiny Bites. Before we get into this week's episode, just a quick word from this week's sponsor. If you're listening to this, you obviously like podcasts and you probably like music too. On Spotify, you can listen to all of that in one place for free. You don't need a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcast so you never miss an episode, download episodes to listen to offline wherever you are. I love that for when I'm traveling. Easily share what you're listening to with your friends via Spotify's integrations with social platforms like Instagram. Just search for Tiny Bites on the Spotify app or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab and follow me so you never miss an episode of Tiny Bites. Spotify is the world's leading music streaming service and now it can be your go-to for podcasts too. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Tiny Bites, bite-sized discussions on minimalism, the simple life, and tiny houses. I'm Britt, and I'm so glad you're joining me this week. Apologies in advance if I sound a bit nasally. I think I'm coming down with a cold. So with the disclaimer out of the way, let's get started. This week on the blog, I explored some benefits of going offline and taking a break from social media. I accidentally did a social media detox during our move last week, and if you want to read more about that, you can head on over to tinyambitions.com. Since I talked about social media on the blog this week, I wanted to take some time in Tiny Bites to focus on the actual act of disconnecting, putting your phone down, and taking a break from social media. Now, that sounds more straightforward than it is in reality. I had a number of comments this week from people who said they would love to do a social media detox but that they just can't seem to put their phone down, and a couple people actually wondered if they might have an addiction to social media. If you yourself are finding it hard to put your phone down, there's one very good reason for that. Social media is meant to be addictive, and it's meant to keep you coming back for more. I was reading an article today, and according to the American Marketing Association, Social media triggers a dopamine, a.k.a. reward response, in your brain. And that's the same reaction your brain has when you finish a good workout, get a hug from a friend, or totally crush a presentation you had to give at work or school. So every time you log in or something you posted gets a like or or a reply, your brain lights up and gives you instant gratification. And that's a hard signal to turn off or want to walk away from voluntarily. And there's another word for this, gamification. Marketers have been adding gaming elements to social media for a couple of years now with one sole purpose, to get you to log in and interact with their app and, of course, to try and sell you something in the process. And Snapchat is a great example of this. In Snapchat, you are rewarded with a streak for every day you log in and send a snap to a friend. And if you miss a day, you lose your streak and have to start over. And if you keep that streak going, you're awarded with different emojis for different levels. So it's basically like a game where your only competition is yourself and your friends. So there's nothing inherently wrong with any of this, but we can't pretend like quitting social media is as easy as deleting all of our apps and walking away. Not with the way our world works and how we communicate nowadays. Biologically speaking, let's remember that we are animals and our brains can only respond to the input and feedback we give them. If your brain is constantly getting hits of dopamine from social media, it's going to want more of that. It's the same with added sugar, fat, and salt in foods. They trigger the pleasure centers in your brain and leave us craving more. So the question then becomes, what can we do about it? I think the first step is recognizing that if you're having trouble with your social media usage, you are not alone. And more importantly, it's also not your fault. These apps are designed to make you want to use them, and app developers are really good at their job. 
So to come up with some practical tips, I crowdsourced a top 10 list from some readers for ways to have more intentional interactions with your social media. And I've ranked them uh, 10 to 1 in how hard I think they would be to implement. So number 10, no technology Sunday, a.k.a. pick a day of the week when you go offline completely and stick to it. Number 9, technology only Tuesday. Pick the day of the week when you only get to use social media and then you're offline for the rest of the week. Number eight, put all of your social media apps in a separate folder on a separate page of your phone so they're harder to get to. Number seven, have a friend change your social media passwords and tell them not to give it back to you for a set number of days. I actually think that one's a really good idea. Number six, declutter who you follow, and that includes groups, friends, pages, etc. Number five, deactivate your accounts for a set period of time. Number four, delete the app from your phone so you have desktop access only. Number three, close the account and remove the app. Number two, delete everything, friends, groups, photos, etc. from every social media account you have and then start over from scratch. And number one, get rid of data altogether. That's it for this week's episode of Tiny Bites, but I want to hear from you guys. What are your favorite ways to disconnect from social media? If you're listening to this on Anchor, call in and let me know. Otherwise, you can comment on the blog over at tinyambitions.com. Thanks for listening, you guys. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week.